0: hey guys welcome back to episode two of talking dog shit all right we're gonna try to make it a little bit more organized this time but i'm making absolutely no promises so we're not gonna go around the room again because if you don't know us by now you should and if you don't know us click the link below or whatever the hell it is and you'll get to know us there so today we're gonna talk about crate training all right it's a topic that We talk about literally every day here with clients that come in and it's one of the questions we ask during our evaluation and the reason is it's very important for us to know um, because creating your dog could be like the most basic level of instilling structure in your dog, right? Um, But a lot of people are against it so we're going to go around the room today and kind of give some of the pros and cons and the stories we hear and the misbeliefs out there about like it's bad for your dog, it's whatever it is, right? So my thoughts on crate training is I believe every dog should be crate trained. I don't care if it is the friendliest, safest, etc. cetera dog in the world. I think every dog should be able to be kept in a crate whenever needed because of one of the biggest things is safety, all right? Dogs are still animals. We talked about that in our last Talking Dog Shit episode. And at the end of the day, they have a functioning brain where they can choose to do things. Uh, I'll give you a great example. Uh, my dog at home, Striker. he is 10 or 11. I keep forgetting his age. Sorry, Striker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyhow, even to this day, this dog, if you saw him walking next to me, he doesn't need, a, he hasn't had a collar on. I can't even tell you how long. I had to put one on for a TV shoot a couple weeks ago and he's looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> but the dog is like the most well-trained animal in the world. Well, guess what? Every single night, that dog sleeps in a crate. Why? Because he can't be trusted overnight. It has nothing to do with his training, it has none to do with the way he was brought up, etc. He just gets bored in the middle of the night and like, all right, let me go check out what's going on in the kitchen. and pull something off the counter, or let me go bring these shoes over here and go hang out with them for a while. And it's a lot easier for me to just go put them in a crate at the end of the night and wake up to a dog that's gonna be alive and not being like going and rushed to the emergency room because he swallowed a shoe or something like that and let him out in the morning because he's been in there safe all night. So for me, crate training is all about safety. That's like the number one priority thing for us here. Who's next?
1: I feel like there's a lot of um, other outside functional purposes besides safety, one of them being the vet. You know, if your dog ever needs an emergency surgery or, you know, an accident happens and your dog needs to be in the vet, if your dog is already getting a procedure, already having to stay in a completely different place and they're already uncomfortable in a crate, that's gonna cause an immense amount of stress on your dog that just could be simply fixed with putting them in a crate at home. Um, I think another great one is traveling. Lots of people travel and whether your dog travels with you or your dog stays with someone else while they travel, boarding facilities no matter the type keep dogs in either large pens or in crates and both of those resemble the same thing to a dog's brain. So not having that training in place and that very simple thing that you do day to day for them that causes you no more extra trouble is again gonna cause a lot of stress and a lot of confusion for a dog if they've never been put in that situation before.
0: So I think that was a great valid point. There are very few like cage-free boarding facilities out there. Um,
1: And they're dangerous.
0: Yeah I mean they they really are honestly. I've
1: worked at one and the amount of dog fights and dog injuries was insane or resource guarding or behavioral issues that were adapted from that type of environment.
0: And, And I think again let's just think about the circumstances like you listed. Okay, we gotta go out of town for a week and now we're gonna bring our dog to this facility that's loaded with other dogs and some strangers are gonna take care of my dog and I'm not in my comfortable surroundings and next thing you know, you put me in this box that I'm not used to being in. So you have all these added layers of stress and now this dog starts acting out and doing things it never did before. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times, even here, dogs that that people say, you know, the owners say, hey, look, we have no problem. He's crate trained at home, goes in the crate, and we get him here, and like, it's like a royal rumble to get this dog inside the crate, right? It's like, but don't you said the dog was crate trained? Well, we just added a whole other layer of stress, right? Again, new people, new surroundings, et cetera. So having that dog be more comfortable for you going in and out of the crate is going to be less stressful for them in those situations, like you said, especially in illness. I mean, that's the ultimate stress right there for a dog, you know? Dog is sick or hurt or what, et cetera. We don't want to be putting added more stress onto it for
2: either. I love the people that are just very anti-crate training. Just, I don't like putting my dog in a crate and that's abuse and it's inhumane and the
3: house
2: thing. thing. Why, I don't want to cage my animal. Y'all know where I'm going with this. Oh, I know I'm going. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. This is going to be good. This is going to be real good. Listen. (laughs) For all
0: of y'all that just thought exactly like (laughs) what he just said, you better listen up right now. This is all to you.
2: If you subscribe to the idea of having a pet in general, I don't even really even care what kind of pet it is, to own a pet means that you are securing that animal in your home. Your home has just become another cage. Your house is a big cage to your animal. Do you think living out in the wilderness and living out in the world that they're just like, oh, I'm gonna put myself in this big box and call it a house? No, it's a cage. You're caging your animal. It's okay to put your animal, which is your dog, in a crate. Why? Because it's keeping them safe, huh? But wait, I got a doggy door. But I have a dog. I got a doggy door. And in and, 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 and out by itself so it's free the yard, the, Wait, wait. The the, is the yard fenced i mean yeah i can't let my dog go run well, out the then streets the fence is another cage i mean That's the whole area is caged it. if you have a pet you're caging your animal like your bird is caged but why, your why fish would? are in a water cage <laughs> like
1: but if my dog if my house is a cage if my house is a cage why would i create my dog
2: uh, because there's stuff inside the big cage <laughs> that your dog can get to. <laughs> like,
0: so last time we got on the, the subject of kids on leashes. <laughs> right? But essentially, hear me out, people here. You put your baby in a cage <laughs> when they're little, right? <laughs> All right? It's a crate without a roof, a crib, okay? You put your kid in the crib because guess what? Keeps them safe. It keeps them safe, right? So why would you not put your dog in a crate that we can trust even about the same? I mean, we can trust them about the same as the Well, what's a few of the reasons children. that
1: we put a baby in a crib?
0: Well, the first thing gonna be safety. I mean, can't have them running around the house or crawling around the house and eating stuff and We're getting into things or rolling off the bed, right? So essentially it's a crate. Crate without a roof, right? If we put a roof on top of that thing, it's the exact same thing as the pet smart wire crate, okay? Exact same thing there. So, think about it in the same aspect. Now, do we crate our children <laughs> forever? No, right? Eventually they grow up and they learn responsibilities and learn things that we can do, but at the wait, same wait, wait, time. Wait,
3: wait. And then they save up, wait, 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 and then they save up and buy their own crates, technically.
0: Yeah, well I was going, hold on, you skipped a step, the, <laughs> you skipped a step, exactly, the room, the crate, the exactly,
2: room, crate, the room crate.
1: crate, exactly, right, so, how many teenagers hide in their room all exactly, the time, exactly, right,
2: so, because so their know. own personal space, like, I, exactly, <laughs> right, I think people forget that, you know, when you give your dog a crate, you're creating personal space for him, right, versus now your dog is, this is why we have so many uh, resource guarding issues, almost every dog that comes in here for resource guarding, we ask the customer, oh, do you crate your dog? No, I don't crate my dog. So but my babies climb all over. Right. So then eat. the dog claims your couch. The dog is claiming your bedroom. They're, they're basically claiming different aspects of your home because they want a space for themselves. And then when you try to remove them from the space, now mom, grandpa, dad got bit uh little billy tried to get the dog off the couch and and foo foo bit billy in the face (laughs) like no put the dog in a crate and we won't have that problem because they have their
1: own space so let's touch
0: on we we kind of hammered the crate thing right now right let's touch on some of the positives so space personal space is like a really good reason to have crate Uh, true story in my house y'all know bourbon y'all seen them on our videos and etc he is annoying as hell to live with okay (laughs) he does not sit still for nothing all right to the point that he annoys Stryker. so if him and Stryker are loose at the same time Stryker will literally walk across the house and go to his crate with the door wide open and sit in there like i don't want nothing to do with this thing right he's annoying so it's his personal space he knows when he goes in there no one's going to bother him right so a good bonus to that or plus side a pro could be personal space
1: uh comfort is another dynamic to that so um my dog nova you've also seen her all over the instagram um my dog nova is very laid back but she also has separation anxiety and so when she's feeling anxious she puts herself in her crate because i've taught her repeatedly that your crate is your safe spot and that's where you go to completely decompress so if there's too many people over if there's you know i'm house sitting for emmy right now and I just like Bourbon, won't stop in the house. So Nova will go ahead and put herself in the crate to give herself that relief of, I need some space, I need some comfort. Um, it, 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 it helps me because she goes and heads and makes that choice for herself to remove herself from whatever event I'm hosting in my house. So I don't even have to worry about telling her to go anywhere.
0: We got personal space, we got comfort, we got safety. We got, we got I thought you were coming in here. I thought you were chiming in with number four.
1: I've
3: been trying to.
0: Go ahead, you gotta raise your <laughs> hand to raise your hand.
3: Between you two, we might have to at this okay. point. Okay,
2: no, you're next. To... God, uh... Rebecca's turn. <laughs>
3: I was just gonna say also, like for my two dogs at home too, honestly, they're perfectly fine outside of the crate. They're mainly in there too for their own protection because my cats will kick their ass if they stay outside of the crate. So it helps them also feel safe because they will get beat up if they stay outside of their crates. cat training. (laughs) I can do that too. Got you on cat training, everybody.
2: And let's be brutally honest. Human error plays a huge part in this. I don't care how doggy-proof you feel like your house is, one day you're gonna leave something, grapes, a chocolate chip cookie, something's gonna be on the counter, you might drop some a sock. <laughs> like, your dog is eventually going to eat something, pick something off the floor, you're gonna end up Charging for obstruction removal or destroying something that you just really love I have a weird thing to add to that. Oh chime in. What's the weird thing?
3: When I first brought uh, Chadwick home, my Australian Shepherd He was a counter surfer because he was not originally crate trained when I picked him up the most weird thing That he chose to pick up and destroy was you guys know on your stove You have like that little piece that you just rest your utensils on. Yeah, yeah Whatever that thing is called. He pulled that off the stove and had like the best day with it. It was like made out of clay. I was like, what the hell? Like,
1: (laughs) can you imagine if he like ingested a piece of that? That would have destroyed him. It would have torn open his esophagus or his stomach. Another thing to add on what you said earlier with your cats, Rebecca also has birds. And and another great thing is um, she does have an Australian shepherd, which is a working breed. Um, I also have a hunting breed and I have cats. So another reason I crate my dog when I'm not home is because no matter how much she's grown up with these cats, how well behaved she is around them, she never chases them, plays with them, cuddles with them. But at the end of the day, if I'm not there, I can't prevent my cats from getting hurt. If she was to chase them, same thing with her birds. She couldn't prevent her dogs Eating their bird poop, you know, trying to eat the birds. If she's not there and they're just loose, yeah. even when I am home, um, dogs
3: have to go up for the birds to come out. Yeah, play it safe. Yeah. Play it yeah. safe.
0: All right, so crate your dog. <laughs>
3: crate, Moral of the story: Crate Pretty much. your dog or die. Crate or die. Crate, crate die. or
0: die. That's that's crate the only die. options here. And just to be clear, we're not saying your dog has to live in a crate 24 hours a day, guys. All right, this, this is a thing that you should be doing at random. Also, don't make it a point to just crate your dog when you leave, right? Because that's how separation anxiety starts. Start them very young, right? As soon as you get that puppy or it's very first time to get that dog, even if it's a year old, doesn't matter, right? Get that dog in a crate. Get them used to going into it. Have it be a positive experience feed them in their crate, okay? Just don't, oh, every single time we leave, we're gonna go and put our dog in the crate because then what happens is, dog associates human leaving with crate, becomes a bad experience, we don't want that. So you should be able to, say, crate, or I mean, a lot of clients use house, bed, whatever the heck you wanna call it, and that dog should be like, okay, time for me to go in my box and wait for them to let me back out, right? So make it a positive experience.
1: A rule of thumb is one to three hours while you're home, Practicing going in that crate and staying in that crate with the door closed. That's important keeping the door closed For that one to three hours while you're home so that your dog does understand just that that just because I'm Leaving isn't the only time you go in your crate. It could be when I'm here. It can be whenever I decide Um, And then the other rule of thumb is whenever you can't supervise your dog your dog should be in a crate That should be oftentimes when you're sleeping We talk to clients a lot about sleeping in the bed and stuff like that. That's a whole separate video but you can't manage your dog when you're sleeping and you can't manage your dog when you're not home so one to three hours and whenever they can't be supervised is the best way to keep them safe happy comfortable not anxious all of the things we listed above here's something that is going to be good to
3: talk about because it's a very common we get common question we get asked in the consultations is how long is too long Ooh, good in good po- crate. good
0: point good point yes mm-hmm. uh, i always tell people average work day right so you're going to be gone for well we used to be gone from home but average work days like eight to ten hours for someone to be out of the home that should be acceptable for your dog to be crated by any means right uh, anything above that yeah it starts getting a little iffy you know 12 14 hours except for the occasional time frame but yeah you should really eight to ten hours should be an acceptable time for your dog to stay in a crate safely with little to no stress so,
2: i also don't think people really realize or understand how much dogs really sleep in a day yes because yes. your dog's not running around the house all day <laughs> it's not running in and out the doggy
0: door it's,
1: it's sleeping. sleeping most of the time <laughs>
0: all right we'll do a whole other video on how to crate train another day but the moral of the story again guys here is crate your dog all right just just crate your dog crate your dog crate your dog
2: can i create your dog yes
0: that's it so if you have any comments or questions about anything we said today just put it in the comment section below and we're going to see you in the next video where we're going to talk about what Something. are we doing? Something. Dog parks. Yeah, yeah that's sorry. going to be a lot of controversy. <laughs> All right. So we'll see you in the next episode of Talking Dog, Talkin Dog Shit. See ya.